Hey guys, welcome. It's Whitney. I am so glad that you are here. Whether you are here for your first time or you're returning, your presence here brings me so much gratitude. episode. You guys, I am so glad that you're here. In today's episode, we celebrate my six years in this industry, being an entrepreneur, doing massage, and we talk about the lessons that I have learned through mistakes, lessons that I've learned through my clients on the table, and what that looks like to find balance in my life now. I hope that you love it as much as I do. All right, you guys, let's get to it. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited for today. I am officially on this journey of being a business owner, of entering the massage world six years today. And it's so crazy to think about the one decision of dropping out of business school and following that intuitive pull to join massage school for no reason, for me just following that whim. It wasn't for no reason, but following that whim and how that dramatically changed my life. And I am so thankful every single day that I said yes to this journey, that I followed that intuitive nudge and that I didn't really let anybody stop me. I haven't talked much about this, but in the beginning when I first started on this uh, massage journey, a lot of people around me, closest to me, were like, Whitney, why are you going to be a massage therapist? That's a lot of physical work. Uh, you have the brains. You could go to school and be a doctor. You could go to, to school and be a nurse. You could do all of these things. And why are you doing massage? And I couldn't explain why. The initial push was that I wanted to enter the energy world. I wanted to expand my education. At that time, I was a chiropractic assistant. And so I thought, hey, it won't hurt to know more about the body. It won't hurt to step into that energetic world. And that's why I joined the school that I did was they had a program for the spiritual side of it. And on their website, they talked more about the spiritual side than any other school that I looked into. And so that's why I joined. And I'm so glad I did because six years ago today, I walked in those doors, took my first class, met my one of my best friends, Amber, and she'll be on the podcast here once I convince her <laughs> that it's okay to talk in front of people. But she is amazing and immediately... I fell in love with massage immediately. I was like, I want to enter this energy world immediately. 
I was like, I want to be best friends with Amber. <laughs> and here we are six years later. It's really funny how that works. And so today I wanted to talk about what are some of the lessons that I have learned in the last six years of being in the massage world, working with clients, owning my business, working for other people. What have I learned in the last six years? What are some of those big lessons that I have learned? And the first one is find balance. Where in your life can you find more balance? If you're like me, it comes very easily to you to produce. It comes very easily to work hard, work long hours, especially when, like me, you love your work. And so you invest all of your time and energy into whatever it is that you love. You invest all of your time into your work. And I think that a lot of people who are naturally or were raised masculine tend to be more entrepreneurial and produce more. And the reason why I think this is because you have to be self-motivated. And so there has to be this underlying self-motivation that keeps you going forward. And sometimes that can be hard from the outsider's perspective of this person works so much. This person works 60 hours a week and it can be hard to understand, but it's second nature to those that are very entrepreneurial and very masculine. And so through the last six years, I've had to learn and adapt and shift and acknowledge and look at any beliefs, limiting or not, that I was carrying that limited me in the relaxation, limited me in that rest, self-care portion of it. Because I would work, 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 work myself into the ground because I love what I do and it's natural for me, but then I wouldn't take the time to relax. I wouldn't take the time to look at oh, Whitney, you need to rest. Whitney, it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to not produce. And I had to look at those limiting beliefs and those limitations around my value and finding value in myself when I am producing, if that makes sense. I hope it does. And so I realized and I've learned in the last three years that Self-care is a must. And I've learned that from burnout. And I've learned that from my clients. Every day that I'm in this studio, I witness at least one person who has put self-care on the back burner like me. And I witness the physical toll, the emotional toll, and the energetic toll that it takes on their body. And if there's one thing that you can get from today's message, I hope it's that you must take care of yourself. That needs to be a priority. 
I also found balance in the energetic exchange. In the beginning of entering this world of becoming a massage therapist, of charging for my services, your boundaries are thin, your belief in yourself is low because you're new, and a lot of times people have, I did, limitations around the energetic and financial exchange of charging for their services. And so in the beginning, you find a therapist is charging very little, they're building their clientele, and it's part of the process. But what's also part of the process is building your belief in yourself so that you charge what is equivalent to the energy you are putting out. And so what I charged in the beginning, which was $35 for an hour massage, is nothing compared to what I charge now, which is $95 an hour for a massage and body work. The value has increased, my value has increased, my worth has increased, and my belief in myself has increased. And that is a huge part of chasing your dreams. It's a huge part of finding value in yourself and really asking for what you deserve. I found that when I did start raising my prices, there were certain people I was oddly afraid of telling. And so it would be months that went down the road and I didn't tell them I raised my prices. I kept charging them the same, but my new clients were at the new rate. And I almost started in certain situations building resentments because the energetic exchange was not equivalent. The amount that they were paying versus the amount of energy I was putting out was not balanced. And so I was really doing them a disservice because I wasn't giving them absolutely everything that I had because there was a part of me that was afraid of charging more. And it's funny, the beliefs that come up when you decide to look at possibly raising your prices. The second thing that I've learned in the last six years is emotional pain and trauma always, 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 always leads to physical pain, a physical manifestation of that pain if not properly dealt with. So for example, if you don't deal with it and you stuff it down, there will be a physical manifestation. It just is a matter of time. Everybody's different for that. Depends how much you're stuffing down. You could notice this immediately or you could notice this 10 years down the road, 20 years, 50 years down the road. But there is always a physical manifestation from emotional trauma, emotional baggage, emotional wounds that are not dealt with. It's just a matter of when. When will that physically manifest? 
And I really watch that play out on my table when I get a woman in the age range of 40 to 50 who has all of this physical pain. She feels like her body is failing her and there's she no logical reason. And then I find that she's carrying 40 years of resentment. She's carrying 40 years of anger, of stuffing down emotions, of holding that primarily resentment towards other people in her life and simmering on it. And instead of properly looking at it, acknowledging it, talking about it, and releasing it, she continues to add on to it, continues to add more. Oh, pile on a little more. And then you watch as she's quick to anger in the present time. She's quick to hold feelings of resentment because that energy, that frequency is already there. Because of all of the years of stuffing it down, it's automatically triggered. So if there's one thing that you could do to limit and release and clear and be proactive about your emotional and mental health, it would be acknowledge when you're triggered. Look at that. And instead of pointing fingers and blaming the other person, look at yourself. Where is that feeling coming from? Where is that triggered emotion stemming from? Take a look at your inner child because oftentimes they have the answer that you're looking for. And if you deal with the root of the issue, you will find that in future situations, you will not be triggered in that same way. It really is just comes down to being more present in the way that you are feeling at the current moment. It comes down to listening to your body. It comes down to noticing and observing your behavior, your thoughts, your beliefs. It comes down to finding that balance. And maybe you don't know what your worth is now because there's those limiting beliefs, there's those negative thoughts, there's those wounds that need to be addressed. But one day, if you do the work, if you look at those scary things, at what you've been carrying, if you take those bags off your shoulders, and open them up and look at them. You may find that one day 
You're literally walking on sunshine. Cue the song. Walking on sunshine. Whoa. You'll find that it's easier to hold your center. You'll find that you are more of the center of the storm, the eye of the storm, the calm in the storm. And though people around you may be freaking out or there may be chaos in the external environment, you'll find that you are more at peace within yourself. You'll find that you will have less physical pain. That your body reacts better. And last, but certainly not least, the last lesson that I have learned that I want to cover is drink your water. I remind every single person that walks out of these doors of my studio to drink their water. (laughs) It's so simple. It's a simple concept. But if you follow it and you keep your body hydrated, you will find that it treats you well back. It's been a hell of a six years, you guys, and I am so thankful for every single step of the way. I am so thankful for every single person that has walked through my studio doors, whether it was when I was working for someone else or back in the salon days or in my current studio now. I want you to know that I am so thankful for the lessons that you have taught me intentionally and unintentionally. I am so thankful for your continued support, whether that's on my table, sharing my posts, listening to this podcast. I am so beyond thankful for you. I love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode today. I am forever, forever thankful. If you like what you heard, I would absolutely 100% appreciate if you would leave a review on whatever program you are listening to this on. I love you.